We are live, people! It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, back with a massively exciting show. I am so excited to be covering tonight's show with my special guest. Um, it is the 18th of February 2021. It's like crikey, that's the sixth of this year, nearly gone already. Don't wish your life away, I keep saying that. Um, it is great to be with you all. If you're in the chat, pound the like button, share this out on Twitter. I would greatly appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel if you are new to the channel. Um, very quickly before we get into chatting uh, with my live guest, very quickly, you can see the disclaimer on the screen. You're not going to get any financial advice from me. The only advice I would ever give you is to buy and hold, baby, and wait for those uh, 210,000 block four-year cycles to pass. And the younger you are, the more four-year cycles that you can go through. So um, don't take anything I say as financial advice. You must do your own research. Really important. Check out my website. Uh, UKBitcoinMaster.com is where you're going to find every video I've done to date. And then Bitcoin Interviews is where you're going to find the interviews, including this one when it is concluded. And finally, for anybody that wants to drop a lightning tip, there's my tipping.me address. Don't expect it. Don't run the channel for any type of financial gain. People have reached out to me in the past and said, uh, how can I drop you a tip? So for those that want to, there it is there. Venture News in the house. Yet again, my good man, thank you very much for your donation a, a couple of shows ago. I appreciate it greatly. Let's get that out of the way. So before we get into my live guest, let's quickly whiz over and have a look at the Bitcoin chart. And who is not excited by this, people? Who would have thought that if I move my mouse back here to, hold on, um, where are we? Wrong one. This is the one I want. Where is that? We are 26th of December last year. We'd be maybe, well, I can come down a little bit. I don't know, 22K. Who would have ever thought that today, mid-February, we would be up above $50,000, which is absolutely mental crazy. So just wanted to put that up there, people. It is a great time to be alive. It is a great time to be in Bitcoin, I have to say. And personally, I think this is just the start of something hellishly exciting. So without further ado, I want to get into why you're all here. Uh, don't forget, people, um, click on that link and retweet this show. In the show notes already, there is the link to my backup channel. You'll notice that Adam is in the chat as Bitcoin Meister, but he's also been commenting as um, proud Zionist Jew. That is because he's got a backup channel, as have I, because both of us have had our channels taken down for no reason. If you subscribe to my backup channel, if this one goes down again for any reason, I will simply move my live streaming software over and I will go live on UK Bitcoiner. So do subscribe uh, over there. Very, very quickly, if I can just give a shout out uh, to a few people I like to support, JustLearnBitcoin.com. Dan, I know you're not very well, Dan. Hopefully you're watching this on Catch Up. Um, he heads up JustLearnBitcoin.com. There's some great stuff over there. Go and check it out. Um, they are show sponsors. Uh, I've got this beautiful Bitcoin brand 
bracelet that, you know, is a talking point when I'm out and about. Lightning Hood, that is Zaza's um, merch store. Check him out. SatoshiCorner.com in Ireland. He's got some great merch as well. Clearly Bitcoin to the moon down in Australia. A great friend. I met him in person a couple of years ago. And then Armand Napalman out on Twitter has got some great uh, resources out there. So check them out. Very quickly, also check the show notes out afterwards. There's an incredible book that I've recently read, um, a Bitcoin book for beginners, uh, all about the, the future of finance. It's a fantastic read. Read it in a couple of days and well worth checking out on Amazon. Matthew Underhill, who do, um, who wrote that book, he's in the chat with us now. Um, I've chatted with Matthew personally offline. He's a, a really nice guy. Been through the wars himself. Um, but it's a great book to give to a new to give to somebody that you want to try and get interested in Bitcoin. So do check out Matthew's book. So without further ado, I want to bring my live guest in and say, welcome Bitcoin Meister, Adam Meister, aka Proud Zionist You, aka Tetball. Great to have you with us, man. Great to have you here. It's great to be here. It is great to be alive. It's great that uh, we had strong hands for the last 11 months. We're almost at the year anniversary of March the 12th. What a great day it was. Bitcoin <laughs> dropped down into the 3000s for a few seconds. All the weak hands panicking. And this, this is times like these when it's $52,000. That's when you appreciate buying two Bitcoin for like $10,000 only 11 months ago. And now they're worth over 100000 combined. It's just a time flies. It's a great time to be alive, baby. Uh, trouble is when you when you live day to day, you know, time does well, it seems to fly, doesn't it? But, you know, when people are looking and they want number go up, you know, it seems forever and ever and ever and it doesn't go up. And I think the thing that I've learned from being on your shows, probably every single flipping show that you've ever done, I reckon, um, is that you've got to delay gratification. You know, we I wanted to start this off by firstly saying, can you believe that the last time you were on this show was the 4th of April 2019, which is almost two years ago, which is like mental. Where the hell has all that time gone? Uh, but secondly, your 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 um sayings, you know, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, you know, delay gratification and all that. You know, people hear them and you know, I guess, do they absorb them? Because they're not just Adam Meister coming out with, you know, sayings. When you look at them and, and analyze them within the Bitcoin context, they seriously mean something, do they not? Yeah, there's ways of life. It's a way of life. They're not just, they're not sayings. I think a lot of people, uh, uh, it's a way to get them excited. Uh, and then I, I think some people don't think about it. But some people take it to the next level, you know, really like dissect what strong hand means. Strong hand means when the whole freaking world is panicking on March the 12th, uh, 2020, and there are famous people like Scott Adams saying, I'm selling my Bitcoin. You don't freak out. You have a strong hand. That, that's the moment you really understand what it means. But there were plenty of people who didn't understand what it means. They needed to liquidate their assets in order to pay all sorts of debts that day. But yeah. uh, I, 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 think, uh, I think some people understand. I think the regular viewers get it eventually. Uh, and, and, but they are, they're enthusiastic sayings also. They're, they're happy, uh, happy sayings to get, you know, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. People don't get that one either. I mean, I still get asked questions like, 
well, what, what coin is going to be the next hot coin? And I mean, maybe they just don't understand what altcoin flavor of the month means, or they just haven't heard me say it. I mean, that's another one of my sayings, altcoin flavor of the freaking month. There's always going to be a new one, people, that they're going to say is the next Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And your altcoin is the altcoin flavor of the month. Congratulations. You know, pick, pick which one you want to be with. The one that's always going to, the one that's the next Bitcoin, which is Bitcoin, or just the, the hottest one lately that will disappear. I mean, we could go over in the, I mean, Dash was an altcoin flavor of the month once. Look look at that now. Yeah, uh, yeah. IOTA was the altcoin flavor of the month. Look at that. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It's freaking $50,000 right now. I'm not like fun. Don't you just want to sing that from the rooftops? Um, Mark Maladies just said, I thought I was a genius buying silver at $17 in March 2020. Lesson learned, better late than never. So, Mark, <laughs> hey, welcome to the Bitcoin overlay. Go on, Evan. Yeah, that, that, he brings up a good point, too, because from about March until I would say May, we had all these gold people screaming, you see, the time has come. The world is about to end. Oh, look at this disease that is spreading over. This is why gold, and look, gold is beating Bitcoin. And for a short time, like gold looked like it was doing okay. But now, now gold is doing terrible. It's, it's horrible. It's like its lowest, uh, it, it, in terms of uh, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's worth more in terms of gold than it, it ever was uh before so bitcoin is uh crushing gold right now but I, I don't and so silver I, I don't even get into that stuff you know they just tried to manipulate that the uh the wall street bet guys that that was a big flavor of the month thing too you know oh let's let's uh listen to these wall street bet kids and and, and pile into these stocks that we know nothing about and use the internet to to crowdsource uh these rebellions well i mean it worked once but dudes that and people think, oh, this is a new paradigm now. We're going to have these uh, Reddit mobs. They're going to change the way things work. Don't, don't bet on it, people. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was it was a flash in the pan. It was a trend. And those big guys on remember the stock market. It's it's centralized. It's not Bitcoin. So there are some people in New York, in London, wherever. They're smart dudes. They know how to take advantage when something like that happens that shocks them for a second. The Wall Street bet things. They recalibrate and then they'll crush you. They will crush you. So, uh, you know, there's still some people that are just stuck in these old mentalities. Oh, I want to be in the traditional asset of gold. I want to be in the traditional asset of stocks. Okay, but hey, don't say I didn't warn you. It's 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 a different beast over there where people, uh, the game, I'm not going to say the game is rigged. I'm going to say this game in Bitcoin is not rigged. You can decide for yourself what the definition of rigged is once you're in gold and the stock market, okay? Here, you really know what rigged is, and Bitcoin is not rigged. This game is not rigged. Fantastic. Very quickly, I normally shout out to some guests in the house. Uh, so I can see Mark Maladi said, I'm finally going to catch the show from the beginning. Awesome. Welcome, Mark. Um, what else have I got there? Uh, Alon Peled, hiya. Uh, welcome to you, Alon. Did I butch butcher that? I'm not quite sure. Um, Plenty of people in the chat. Great to have you with us. Don't forget to pound the like button, people. Hello, Brian, Adam, and everyone, says Michael Weber from here in the UK. Um, I don't think I've missed any out. So if you want to get my attention, people, type in UK Bitcoin Master. So, Adam, um, just a few questions I've got lined up. You know, you've been in Bitcoin, I can't remember, I think it's 2013. How, I mean, here we are, 2021, which is crikey, let's call it eight years ago. 
How has that landscape changed since you got in? I mean, I know I'm doing this for the benefit of our guests and anybody new catching this in the future. I mean, before before you answer that, when I got in in 2017, you know, it was the uh, Bitcoin is a fraud, Jamie Dimon. You know, you had Rat Poison Squared, Warren Buffett, you know, and banks will never custody this or never allow it. I mean, how the things come full circle in the three and in almost four years that I've been involved. <clears throat> I mean, tell our audience what it was like for you way back when, before I got in. Well, 2013, in November 2013, I got two Bitcoin. It cost me like a little over 1200 uh, combined. Um, and back then, actually, there was a uh, it was kind of peaking uh, from the previous uh, from the previous halving. And there were a lot of people that were excited. And then in 2014, it went down the tubes and in terms of price. And my Lord, there were so many people who were like, it's going to zero. It's going to zero. So 2014 and 15. If you thought the bear market was bad in 2018 and 2019, that's where the bear market was bad because there was still the belief that it could go to zero. Now, I didn't believe it could go to zero, but there were plenty of people that thought it could go to zero. And there got to a point in like 2015 where there, were, there weren't very many people in the space. There weren't many people publicly talking about it. There weren't many YouTube channels. There weren't any podcasts or anything like that. Um, there was just a really... Uh, a bad vibe. And there was no, like the main, there was very little mainstream activity. Um, you know, you go, if you brought up Bitcoin to someone, no one would know what it was. Uh, and just the bull run of uh, after the 2016 halving, that, that brought it to a new level, okay, of recognition. So back in the day, there was very little uh, mainstream recognition. And there was also the, a semi-legitimate fear that it, it could go to zero. Uh, but but since I mean over time I mean the the altcoin space has gone has gone wild um, you know everybody's an expert everybody can predict the future everybody's a, a chart an analyst now um, there were no there were no charts or anything there were no fancy sets and graphics uh, back in 2013 and, and 14 to say the least um, and, but but yeah it, now I mean social media has expanded a lot since then too so of course Bitcoin is. Uh, there was no Bitcoin Twitter really back in, well, definitely not in 2013. Uh, that probably didn't start until Bitcoin Twitter probably didn't get big until 2016 or so. So it's just, mm. it, it just it's so much more of a, uh, just a, a tremendous worldwide phenomenon now. Uh, and it's just everyone in the whole world is, has really heard of it. And of course, I think the biggest uh, difference that we've noticed in the last year is the institutions. I mean, there were institutions wouldn't touch it back in the day. And now it, it's just, it's amazing uh, since, since September, since the Michael Saylor thing. Uh, uh, I mean, there are people now that are, that are saying, uh, oh, Bitcoin's a, a corporate thing. Uh, uh, it's unfair that these businesses got in. And I mean, just four years ago, people were saying, oh, you're, Bitcoin's for losers. There's no corporate interest in it at all. So, I mean, we've gone from one extreme to, to another. But the, the, the corporate interest is, is definitely a tremendous uh, difference. From the, I mean, if 2013, um, just to, to describe the scenario that's going on now with Michael Saylor issuing bonds to, to, to buy Bitcoin, I mean, you couldn't have really even just, just predicted it back then at all. I mean, people would have laughed in your face. So it, it's... It's, it's, it's changed quite a bit. It's matured, but we're still at the beginning. There's no, no country has announced that it's buying Bitcoin 
for its uh, reserves yet. And that will happen one day. And we've been looking forward to that day for a while. Uh, there's no Bitcoin ETF yet. There will be a Bitcoin ETF eventually. So it's we're still early. You people watching in 2030, you're laughing because all this has happened by then. Yeah. Who knows what Bitcoin's worth uh, for you dudes there, man. So it's really so, interesting that you you've said that because you know when I when I first got into Bitcoin and I always say to people and and, and you know it, what I say to people is based on I'm going to say your teachings because yours is the main show that I've watched every single one of I don't do that with others I I dip in and out but the one thing I learned quickly is the two hundred and ten thousand block theory you know I quickly learned that Bitcoin goes through cycles. And everybody jumps in and if they don't learn about the cycles, they'll get totally wrecked or they'll think it's, it's, it's going to zero when all it's doing is moving through its cycle. You know, and I remember, I mean, so naive in May 2017, bought my first Bitcoin at um, I put 2000 British pounds in. I got one point oh four seven BTC, I think, at the time. Um, and. You know, I was so excited and I saw the run up in, in 2017. And of course, I know I knew no different then. I was telling people they need to get in, they need to get in. And family members were buying small amounts of Bitcoin very close to the top. You know, thankfully, it wasn't huge investments. It was small investments of Bitcoin because I did not understand the run up, you know, the halving then the run up a bit later and then the pullback, whatever the pullback was the correction, then the bear market, because I hadn't lived through one, you know, and it's interesting because I've got a few notes I made here that I wanted to, to mention. And it was interesting because I was on somebody else's um, like a Zoom call about just before Christmas, I believe it was. And a lady said to me, she said, oh, yeah, but UK Bitcoin master, you're really, really bullish now. But what were you like in 2018 and 2019? Now, the great thing is, copying your stance just as you do, I said to her, well, that's dead easy. Go back into my archives and look at all my videos through 2018 and 2019 and part of 2020, and you'll never find a, a non-bullish UK Bitcoin master. And I think that's the name of the game. It is learning that in life, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. You know, you can't have up, up, up. You've got to have some downs. And, and Bitcoin is this four-year cycle. But that leads me on to asking you this. In 2017, it was retail people, people like us piling in. Today, you know, and then you have those people that might have put it in, you know, and put a grand in and made 10 grand and thought, I'm selling. I've made nine grand profit. So they were in and they were out. But with today, it's institutions, you know, the Michael Saylors, you know, you've got flipping Elon Musk has put one and a half billion dollars into it. Now, I don't understand finance. I don't understand how companies work in terms of their finance departments. But here's what I'm gleaning from everything I'm watching and learning. And that is that when corporate companies put money, Bitcoin onto their balance sheet, they are not in it to try and make a fast buck next year. They're in it for 10 years, 20, 50, 100 years. So can you, would you, is this going to be different, you know, after this bull run? Because the institutions are not going to sell out and the amount of volume they're buying compared to regular dudes like me. I mean, what are your thoughts around that in terms of how it looks different? I, I, I think uh, I think some of the I think some of the institutions will sell actually. Some of them will have weak hands. Some of them will definitely have weak hands. I think some of them have set it in stone, like, yes, this is a long-term thing, 
and they, they get the four year cycle. But but there there are others that are gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna go through their own uh, business uh, problems and uh, may, maybe the rest of their business is gonna go totally to you know what and they're gonna have to liquidate the one thing that's that's valuable. So I I don't like to you know you said you learned a lot in the four year cycle and you recommended to to everyone just live through a four year cycle it, and I recommend the same thing if you live through a four year cycle you know what to expect okay so. I'm going to stick with that 2022 will be a down year. I just, I just, I just think it will be. I don't think there are plenty of people that think it's different this time because of the institutions and, and basically based on what you just said, that they're not going to, they're not going to massively sell out. They're, they're going to be propping it up and everything. But uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think we're going to reach uh, an unre unreasonably high price during this cycle and, and it will have to come down. So thus, it won't be different. There will be a correction in 2022. Now, I'd be pl I'd be plenty happy if it, it is different this time and it, it never goes down again. But I I like to just remind everyone what we've seen before that that's happened a few times now. I mean, 2014 was just like 2018. Will 2022 be just like it in in, in some ways? Yeah, uh, I, that's what I'm I'm expecting. But I'll, I'll tell you this: I don't think we've gotten to the point where Bitcoin will even drop to. Uh, during its its next down cycle, okay. I agree. Yeah. So uh, during during the previous down cycle that we just lived through, it, it dropped all the way down to thirty one hundred dollars. Um, I, I don't know the, the next one in twenty twenty two. It's not going to drop down to fifty two thousand um, dollars. It might drop down to sixty. Uh, that that that's legitimate. But hey, let, let let's enjoy. We're not there yet. We're not we're not at sixty yet. And I'm 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 pretty sure this uh this up cycle that we're in that we should all enjoy and love. Um, we're, we're getting to that. We're going to get to that six-digit realm, and you know what? The, the next down cycle, it might only drop down to a, a hundred thousand. But I'm I'm totally uh, ready for uh, it, it, 2022 for it to drop to sixty thousand. Now, I, I do want to say one other thing that's different this this time than the last few times. Um, especially, well, I, I would tell people, you know, I bought a Bitcoin, and people would be like, "Oh, that's cool. It, it's 2013. You bought a Bitcoin. That seems reasonable." Or, "Yo, it's it's 20." Uh, it's 2018, and you just you just bought a Bitcoin for for three thousand dollars. Okay, that's reasonable. I I put out there, you know, uh, reminding people that I paid uh, two hundred twenty dollars for a Bitcoin in in 2015. There are people out there that don't believe that I own a Bitcoin. Like it's hard for certain people at this point to grasp that people can own a Bitcoin because they they have it so in their mind that it's you know it's worth $52,000 who would pay 52,000 even though I can demonstrate that I, I I bought one for really cheap so we've entered this new paradigm where it's you're pretty elite if you own one bitcoin like people do not believe you like they see, they, they think they're like if if you have so many bitcoin why is the fan why does the ceiling fan look ugly? I mean you you can't you can't be wealthy you can't own one bitcoin you're you're in a place that's dark uh, you, you can't be successful. They, 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 they cannot grasp that a, a, a regular person can own one Bitcoin. And that that's totally changed. And uh, I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> that I mean, I've, the name of the show is the one Bitcoin show. I always recommend now people think you're freaking elite if you own one Bitcoin. I was telling people back in the day, get 10 Bitcoin and you'll be elite. And there's no argument with, with that. If you own 10 Bitcoin, you're freaking elite. All right. Well, 
you know, you say because of the price of it, people are not believing it. And we're not going to go out and expose what we've got to people. But, you know, I bought a Bitcoin in 2017 and it was one Bitcoin was about 1950 British pounds. That's what I paid. And I bought a couple more. So, you know, it, they were cheap. But people are thinking now that it's all over. It's now 50 odd thousand dollars and it's all over, you know. But when Bitcoin is, say, a quarter of a million dollars, are people going to look back and say, crikey, Bitcoin was on sale at 50K, you know, and if you're watching this now or in the future, you don't need to buy a whole Bitcoin, people. You buy what you can. You set up dollar cost averaging. You put whatever you can into it. You do what Adam does and don't waste money. You don't need to waste. Don't buy the takeaway. Don't get the new flat screen TV. It is really interesting because um, three years ago, um, a friend of ours passed away and he very kindly left us some money in his will. And I was going to buy a new car. And I was only just into Bitcoin. And I was my first year into being indoctrinated into the Adam Meister way of thinking. And I, I was going to get another car. And I sat, I remember sat outside with Elaine at a glass of wine. And I said, do you know what? Why don't I not get this car? And why don't I put that into Bitcoin instead? And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad I did. Because <laughs> that, that is... I don't know what, I can't remember now, 6X, 5X, you know, and I'm still not touching it because now it's like you go and buy something new, a laptop or whatever it is, and you think, my goodness, in five years' time, how much did that laptop cost me? So Bitcoin is tending to re-educate us on not wasting and going back how my gran used to say to me all the time, you need to save. You need to save for the future. And I love Bitcoin because it is educating us to save again. And we live in a debt-based world. They want you to spend money because a debt-based world is how the economy works. So they don't want you to save. And Bitcoin is, in my opinion, the very best savings plan anyone could ever, ever be part of. So I am just massively bullish on all of that. Now, I do want to say one thing before we move off this this to topic. I asked you the question about, you know, do you think we'll get a correction? But when I'm talking to people about Bitcoin, I always say to them, prepare for the worst and you might not it not might not go that way. So if you prepare that in 2022, we may see a 60, 80, 90 percent pullback or whatever it might be. And it doesn't happen. That's a phenomenal psychology to have. Whereas if you set yourself up that it isn't going to correct and it does correct, it's like, oh, my Lord, I wasn't prepared for that. So it is about having the right psychology, um, I think, personally. Um, so question for you. You've been around since 2013. I remember when I got in in 2017, there were very few content creators that I could find that, I really wanted to listen to that I felt I could put my, let's say, trust in. I remember even BTC Benny Sessions. He started off in and out of alts, you know, and only more recent years he's really got into focused on uh, Bitcoin only. So let's just think about some of the people that were out there in Bitcoin that potentially came across as mega strong hands and turned out to be weak hands and have now left the space or left the space for a period of time. And all of a sudden, as the Bitcoin price pumps, they rear their heads again. Can you name any? Well, one guy I think of, uh, 
I mean, he, he's, a, he's a good guy, but he couldn't take the heat. Parabolic Trav, who's got a, a, a fun... <laughs> I was going to say the same. Fun, he's got a fun Twitter feed, really fun Twitter feed. I mean, when in 2017, when Bitcoin was going 20K and everything, I mean, he was going wild. And then he crashed. He, he, dis- he, 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 didn't, he didn't post on Twitter for a while. The guy doesn't... I mean, how hard is it to... I mean, he had to hide from Twitter? Um, and now he's back like nothing happened. And you know what? That, that's his person. That, that's his way and everything. Um, but that, that's the first one. That, I mean, at least the dude came back. But uh, th- there's no record of what he did during the uh, the down market because he wasn't around. He ran away during it. You and I, we were here. But the funny thing is, most people don't check the archives anyway. So they'll just uh, they just look at your most current your most current hit and they think that's what you've been doing the entire time. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't want to mention uh, the guy that came up with his own altcoin, uh, ego coin man. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he used to be the biggest Bitcoin fan in the world, and, and, and would rip on Ethereum, and, and then he made a uh, a coin on a, on Ethereum, and uh, everybody. Eh, you know, I, I don't like to focus on on, on those uh, negative people, and people are you know people come and go; they can do whatever they can do what they ever what they want to do. Uh, I, I respect the people who have had a strong hand and, and have never turned it off. I mean, tone has been constant uh, since then. Uh, and, uh, you know, Thomas Hunt, you might not agree with his politics, but he's been plugging away uh, since, since, since since the very beginning. And I got to say another thing about uh, Parabolic Trav. He hasn't been around. He wasn't around since the very beginning. He wasn't around in 2014 or 15. Mm. He's one of those guys that came up. I mean, people think, you know, that, that's an old timer. I mean, he came around when Bitcoin started going parabolic, basically, in, in 2017. And he, he had a good name. He's a smart guy. And uh, he, he got – and no offense to the dude. I, I, uh, you just you, – he you asked the question, and that was the, the, the first thing that came to my mind. But uh, there's, a, I, I, there's so many younger people now that could not have even been around in 2014. They were like in college then, some of the yeah. dudes now. I mean, yeah. they're, they're seven years older. I mean, these get guys, I love getting these really young guys on the show and everything uh, and that, that just, you know, they have no, of course, to them, they're like 2013, that's so long ago. I remember in 2014 when I, I would like say I've been around since 2013, I would be, I'd be like, oh, well, that's not very long. You know, there's some of these dudes been around since 2011. I mean, now we're in the who's been around since 2011? Like nobody now. But b- back then there, there, were, there were I thought there were plenty of people. And it just by 2017, it became obvious to me, like, wait a second, I'm an OG. Like 2013 is pretty darn impressive. And now it's like I'm a, a great great grandfather or something like that. Yeah, in in Bitcoin uh, terms, you are. Rocky's just put in the chat. Vinnie Lingham sold all his Bitcoin at twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, the Vinnie Lingham thing is he's been vilified a lot, um, and it's, a lot of it's become legend. Um, what he did uh, and what he didn't do. We we have to remember one very important thing about Vinnie Lingham is that he was successful in technology businesses like long before Bitcoin. He has yeah. a lot of money, and um, he was promoting Bitcoin even when it was down in 20 – I mean I was at a conference in South Africa. He went all the way to freaking South Africa to talk about, uh, to talk about Bitcoin in, in, in 2015. Now, what, what he eventually did is he started a new technology company. He thought it needed an ICO, and he, he, he made his own coin, and, and people disagree with that. And he also was quite worried about Bcash. He was really worried about the uh, 
the, the scaling debate in 2017. And yeah. on my show on March the 17th, 2017, was, was the greatest this week in Bitcoin of all time. He was in the chat and he joined us in the middle of the show and he scared a lot of people. Now, did he sell all of his Bitcoin? No, that, that was never documented. Uh, that, that's never been clearly documented. He, he went back and forth. He sold some. He probably sold a whole bunch. But he has so much money that, you know, he, he was saying it was going to crash down to 200 and it never crashed down to 200. He's got plenty of Bitcoin. He's got he's got plenty of Bitcoin and he might have he might have sold and it went up to thirteen hundred. And then so what? He bought, probably bought it all back at fifteen hundred. I mean, that's pretty darn uh, great starting point there. So there's a lot of people that like to rip on. I mean, is he perfect? No, he's not perfect. But I, I got to say he is a smart guy. He's still a good guy to follow on Twitter and everything. And some of just it, it's funny when, when someone makes a mistake. It just it becomes such a legend that it becomes uh, it just develops into a whole new story that has a lot of uh, false aspects to it. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of people like that, that rip on Andy Hoffman for the same thing. Like Ed, well, Andy Hoffman has no Bitcoin. He's so no, he has Bitcoin. He has Bitcoin. I mean, there's just the people that just draw these conclusions based on their like anger and disgust at, at one tweet somebody made once. And hey, th th that's the that's the way uh, it is. I just recommend to everyone, you know, before you, you, you just make these tremendous uh, conclusions about people and, you know, want to cancel them and send them to the Bitcoin Inquisition, then you, 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 there's nuance to it. There's nuance to some of the, the people that have dropped out and come back in and supposedly sold all their Bitcoin. And they are, you know, they're guys like, you know, people keep asking me, where's Trace Mayer? Where's Trace Mayer? Why did he do this? Why did he do that? Well, you know what? If you miss Trace Mayer, so much, he was on so many videos in the past giving so much awesome advice. Yeah. It's still awesome advice. Read it. I mean, watch it. Read it. Look at it. It's still there. He might not show up again. He might be a billionaire living in the desert somewhere. Who knows what he's doing? He might be helping someone in Wyoming for all we know. Hmm. But it, <laughs> it, but you don't need to, you don't need to hear you don't need to hear from him. He's got he's got great he contributed so much to the space so yeah people come and go and uh that, that's it. It, it it's we've got so many more people now and it's it's just so much more professional also yeah. hey yeah. i haven't become professional though i still do it from a freaking you know a fan and wearing my t-shirt and everything and people don't believe i own a bitcoin and i think that's uh, i think it's a good way to do it that's my unique beast take on things I, I if people don't believe i own it if oh. people don't believe I own a Bitcoin, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, but they've only got to go and see what you recently posted today on Twitter. I think you put one Bitcoin up there then, didn't you, on Twitter in a picture. So the, yeah. the proof is out there, people. <laughs> um, quick shout out to some people in the chat. Johnny NY, great to have you in the house. He says, hello, Adam. Um, Elia Epping says, Adam, I heard that a... 10 it looks like 10,000 a correction may be possible of 80%. I can't imagine can you? Yeah, I can imagine Elia. These are the things that we have to be prepared for. Even now you could see a 2 3 4 5,000 green candle or a 5,000 red candle in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And if you've got several Bitcoin, imagine what gets wiped off your value, but it's only wiped off on paper and you shouldn't keep looking at the charts all the time because it always comes back to its all-time high and then moves again. Um, Adam, uh, Michael Saylor, let's talk about him for a minute because he came in only in August last year. Now, obviously, people are you know, calling him the new Bitcoin Jesus and everything else like that, but, you know, he's... 
he's got a lot of Bitcoin on a personal level. Do you think he's really helped the space? I mean, I feel that the March the 12th scenario last year fudded a load of people out. You know, it, it was going down, obviously, with the stock market. But how quickly did it rebound? And here we are just 11 months later and look where we are. Um, so do you think that Michael Saylor, what happened last year that's still going on right now, do you think that has accelerated Bitcoin's adoption? Yes. it's. I mean, he is the marketing man right now for Bitcoin. Uh, if Bitcoin was a centralized company, uh, they, they would have hired him. Uh, but of course, it's not. He volunteered for the work. He is the marketing man. He has done great things for spreading the word for Bitcoin. And he put his money where his mouth is. So he took a lot off the freaking market. I mean, it, that was the biggest news of 2020. Uh, and I, I said it back in August when I didn't know who the heck he was, that MicroStrategy buying that. Bitcoin saying they were going to buy Bitcoin for their uh, treasury was the was the biggest news. But see, it really it made it cool uh, to do for the uh, made it accept acceptable for the the institutions for the corporations. So he, he he's gone out of his way, and you know what? He's marketing it because he knows it's going to help make it more valuable for him. He it's serving his interests. There's oh, nothing it's win wrong win. with that. Yeah, win -win. It's, 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 it's it's win win, and they're. There are a lot of people before he came around, and I think they've been silent lately. Um, there were some people that, that thought, you know, marketing Bitcoin, they, they, they thought it was disgusting. We don't need marketing. I haven't heard too many people say that uh, since Mark, Mike, Michael Saylor joined in. Um, Everybody is welcome here. You need tech people. You need marketing people. Um, you need people questioning the narrative sometimes, too. And no, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's uncensorable. No one can get kicked out. Uh, and, and you need people that have weak hands also just to, to show that, hey, they, they're smart guys. I mean, geniuses. They're genius weak hands out there. And then you, you know, you know what? I'm not a genius, but I didn't make that mistake. And I can learn from the mistake that that, that genius made. And you feel better about yourself. No. Uh, so, so and, and, you know, there's all sorts of examples of people out there and no one can be barred from the space. And, and that, so he's been a great He's been a great contributor to the space, I think. I really, but you know what? His time will come. He'll be eclipsed eventually. I mean, Elon Musk doing what he did. Hmm. I mean, if Elon Musk wanted to, Elon Musk is a very busy man. But if for some reason, if he wanted to, he could uh, make everybody forget about uh, Michael Saylor real, real quick. Um, if if he just if he if he went if he turned uh, if he turned Tesla into anything that resembles what. Uh, what uh, MicroStrategy is doing, like being a Bitcoin holding company, uh, you'd forget about Michael Saylor. Uh, but but that, that's not going to happen. Elon did a great thing by having Tesla buy some Bitcoin and, and do it some more. But that, that's not going to be his main focus in business. I mean, it is clear Michael Saylor has made he's transitioned that business into becoming like one of its primary focuses is just buying Bitcoin. That's just it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing when you when we look back. And that's something I couldn't have dreamed of back in the day that you know, I, I could dream of companies buying Bitcoin, but just not like regular companies all of a sudden saying, OK, we're going to continue with our regular buying Bitcoin. I mean, it's like unfathomable back in the day, but I'm glad to be alive to see it. And it's really helping me out a lot. I'll tell you that. Because I'm a holder. <laughs> certainly better than holding property or real estate, for sure. <laughs> yeah.
But yeah, definitely, you know, I, I can tell you, the, I can tell you the real estate nightmares. Um, and and uh, for those in the United States, uh, in those uh, bastions of uh, wokeness, you're, you're going to love your property tax increases and stuff uh, with, with your uh, ever decreasing uh, value in, in in the property itself. Well, the, the property value is probably going up because of inflation. But hey, we won't get into that. With, <laughs> with Bitcoin, with, you don't have to worry about property taxes with, with your Bitcoin. I think I think the great thing about Bitcoin is it doesn't matter where you come from. I mean, many of us, well, us particularly, we've been able to front run some of the big institutions by catching that vision of where Bitcoin can go way before they did, which is an incredible thing. But there are still people that can come in now and ride the back of the institutions coming in to you know, improve their family for generations to come if they do it correct. And I was chatting to somebody the other day and I was saying that, you know, yes, the price might be, you know, in the low 50 Ks, but simply dollar cost averaging in if, you, if you're 30 or 40 or 25 or whatever and doing that for maybe three, four, five halvings. There we are back to that delayed gratification again when you want to go and get the new car or the new big screen TV, just buying and holding and letting Bitcoin do what it's obviously clearly going to do as the fastest horse in the race close quotes um you know anyone even now even in two or three years from now even if the price is up a couple hundred thousand you could still when you i mean if you divide seven nearly eight billion people into 21 million coins you start to get a per capita of how much each person could have in bitcoin and it's daft. I, I, I might be wrong, but I thought it was something like $11 or something ridiculous. So, you know, anyone that, you know, could get in and start to accumulate towards one Bitcoin, they could be in such an incredible place down the road, you know, and you don't need any skill set. You know, you just need to learn a few principles. And, and I'll say it to my audience again. And Adam said it and he drummed it into me and anyone watching and listening. And that is if you can buy some Bitcoin, if you can move that Bitcoin, if you can understand how a basic Trezor hardware wallet or something of that nature works and you can move it to your Trezor and then not put any of your um, private information onto a computer, you are ahead of 99% of people on the face of this earth that don't have a clue. Would you agree with that one still? Oh, yeah. The skills that you just mentioned are the skills of this golden age of the 2020s, baby. Pound that like button. Uh, just knowing how to send a Bitcoin is a skill that so many people do not have. I mean, the people that are buying it at PayPal, they have no idea how to uh, send the Bitcoin. The people who are buying it at Robinhood, they have no idea uh, that they can't even get their Bitcoin off of Robinhood. People are complaining about that. I mean, dudes, that's what you signed up for, but they don't even know what they what what they heck what the heck they signed up for. Yes, and to even know what the having is. I mean, people are just. I can't even believe in America that we have people that are buying Bitcoin that want to sell it after three months. I mean, dudes, like short-term capital gains taxes. They don't even know what that is. Yeah. But uh, like, get get beyond. I mean, it's, it's an impulsive world. People, it's an it's a spend spend world. You were saying at the beginning. I mean, everyone in, encourages hyper freaking consumerism, not just consumerism, just hyper consumerism, spending money you do not have. Yep. So I, I, I guess it's really, it is. You, you said, you, you know, you don't need to have skills to be a Bitcoin. No, it is. It is a skill to not be impulsive this day. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's, it's, it's a skill to you be can able learn. to learn. It is a skill to, you to, can but, learn. 
Delaying gratification is a skill. It should be taught in school. It, re- it really should be taught in school. Uh, but uh, they, they don't, I don't know what they teach in school these days. It's, it's disgraceful. <laughs> to pass I, tests. I to pass tests. Uh, exactly. Johnny NY, he is consistent on your show. 20 Bitcoin makes you a millionaire today, people. Awesome. He also said to Adam, you say it might drop down to 60K. That means BTC is going to be about 200K. Well, that's what a lot of the predictions are out there. Um, I always say keep your feet firmly on the ground. Uh, My mate Gary that gave me the call initially, you know, he messaged me the other day and he called me, I'm sorry, and was saying, oh, crikey, crikey, you know, you are a particular person i better not say it in terms of how much bitcoin you hold so um he said oh that's fantastic that's fantastic and i said gary i'm not worried about where it is my feet are on the ground i'm calm i'm just doing what i'm doing his lovely t-shirt run btc people run btc and i said i'm really really calm about it all and i will be calm when bitcoin's at a quarter of a million a coin you know, God willing, I'm on this earth long enough to see that. Hopefully I will. Um, you know, I'll still be calm. You know, I'll be excited. But I think you've got to keep your feet on the ground because it's still, in terms of money, how many thousands of years has money been around? You know, Bitcoin's 12 years old, for goodness sake. So you you still got to, if you're going to get into Bitcoin, you still have to take on board. You might lose your money. Yeah, and I, I want to say another thing about the the, the weak hands uh, that that should be prepared to, you know, if, for it to go down in value. Some people say that it's harder to hold on to your Bitcoin during a time like this when it's going up, you know, ten thousand dollars in two weeks. And if if you think about it, there are people back in the day that you know when it went from uh, the, the the three digit realm to three thousand dollars. They were like, dude, I am I am out of this. I am I am taking my profits now. I am so excited. I I've been in this game for so long now. And that's they look back on it now. They got overexcited because of the price going up. That that's a weak hand move there. Don't don't think that if 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 next week if it goes to seventy thousand dollars that you should sell. Don't 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 think that. You, you've got to stick to your four-year plan. Stick to your freaking system. Develop a, a system. Don't deviate. Because if you deviate from the system, you're going to get wrecked in some way or another. Sure, you might end up with a lot of dollars, but you're going to end up with some regret that, oh, I, I sold all of it for 3000 Now it's uh, $10,000 or, or whatever. We, we could point to examples in the past. I mean, this really happened to people. It's, it's, it's very unfortunate. It should just, you know, Get used to the cycles. Get used to the up and downs, and uh, you know, develop a, a you know. A, as I've said to people, I'm not selling any of this until the 2024 having. I mean, that's I I I put my foot down. I am not. I, I've set my life up where I don't have to do something like that. And previously, I had said 2020 having, and everybody thought like, oh, once the 20, that means when the 2020 having comes. Adam's going to sell all his Bitcoin. No, that's not, that's not what it meant at all. It meant I was putting a limit on myself. Like I was making my hands so strong that no matter what happened before the 2020 having, I wouldn't sell anything. And once the 2020 having happened, then I would consider, you know, I, I would be willing to sell some de- depending on what my economic situation was. Not all, some, but I sold none. I've never sold Bitcoin for fiat. Never. And man, is it looking great, that decision right now? Whoa, my Lord. Um, I mean, I just, I, again, I, I bought plenty of Bitcoin. In the, 
I mean, six. There were people when I was buying it in, in 2016. That's when I went wild, and you know, 500, 600, 700. And there were some people, you know, it, it was it was it was zooming up to 700, and people were making fun of people that bought it at 700. Was it dropped back down to 500? And that's just such a joke now. What's yeah. the difference between 500 and 700 now? There's no difference. There's no difference if you bought it. If it was 200 or 700 or 1,000 now, there's no difference at all. It, it's just uh, time, well, isn't it? I mean, what people fail to do, and, you know, I have to admit, I left school at 15. I hated school, um, so I didn't get any qualifications, and and I never wanted to read anything. But as soon as I got into Bitcoin, I started to read and learn and understand the history of money, which I didn't do in school. And it's quite fascinating how, you know, a, a redistribution of wealth doesn't happen over a decade. It can happen over tens of decades, hundreds of years, but it happens. And the reason for saying that is I passionately believe that we are right in the middle or at the very start of one of the greatest wealth transfers the world has ever seen in living human history any time gone before. And you, whoever you are watching this, you have got an opportunity to participate and be part of that wealth coming to you because it's going to come, you know, as the boomers and I'm a boomer, but as the boomers that have got millions and billions die off and we will, um, you know, they're going to pass it down to their kids and their children ain't going to want to hold you know, precious metals and things. They're going to, Bitcoin, they're going to want to get into this model. And this is how very, very slowly, very, very surely the wealth is going to transfer from those like Mr. Schiff and the likes that are entrenched in their thought processes and can't lift that mentality into regular people. And you've got a chance, whoever you are, to accumulate Bitcoin over a period of time. If you're younger, three halvings from now, four halvings from now, and you will set your family financially free for generations where they won't be oppressed by governments. They'll be able to do what they want and leave that as a legacy for generations to come. Why aren't people getting that? Because it's just too, they can't think beyond tomorrow. I mean, they, they can't, <laughs> they can't, they, they, they got other things on their minds. And I will say, I, I like how you say it's, it's going to be the biggest wealth transfer of all time. Uh, and it, I, I made a video, I don't know, it was back in 2015. I think I said 300,000 North Americans will have the chance to become millionaires uh, because of this. And I was pretty spot on with that. If you were listening to me right then, I hope you, you become a millionaire since then. So that, that, that's part of the big wealth transfer. But I do want to say another thing that some of the rich out there that are already getting, are already rich, they're going to get richer. Okay. So, Hey, that's just the way there's plenty of rich people didn't get there because of luck. All right. Some of them got, a lot of them got there because of their brains, not just because their dads had money and stuff. Uh, so some of them are going to recalibrate and they're going to get so this wealth transfer. They're going to get some of it too. So I, I, a lot of people like to just depict it as like this will be the common man getting all the the rich man's money. No, no, it's it, it, there's going to be a wealth transfer, but it's it's going to be from the people that are stuck in their ways to the people who are in motion and willing to accept that we're in a new digital golden age here. So some of them, I mean, Elon Musk is is about is going to get a lot richer, and he's already like the first or second richest man in the world. Yeah. So when we talk yeah. about wealth transfer, it, it goes a little deeper than just like a uh, Robin Hood type of stuff. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
there's nothing wrong with rich people getting richer if they do the right thing. I, I have no problem with that at all. Um, yeah, and the other thing, of course, you know, people start saying, and they've said it, oh, crikey, you're lucky, aren't you? You know, but the luck is to holding for two years when everyone's dumping on you because Bitcoin's going to zero. It's at its 400th obituary, you know, and you just hold and you've got your firm, strong hand. You know, that ain't luck, mister. That no. is... It's, it's, that it's is not... Your, yeah, it, when you develop a system, that's not luck. You, you've, you've set it. You've set out a complete life system based around a four-year cycle. I mean, that's not luck. That's knowledge. It's it, it, uh, putting real knowledge in, in, into use. And uh, you know, it's it's a the, the luck thing is a uh, a, a no-coiner excuse. And again, we just you know to to not be impulsive, to be able to defer gratification, that is a skill. That is not luck. That is not yeah. luck. And you, 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 you give people that marshmallow test, most of them are going to fail it. They're not going to be able to defer gratification. So, uh, uh, but they'll be the first ones to tell you that, that it was luck. No, it, it, it is skill. And everyone out there, don't put, don't, don't put yourself down. Be proud. Don't call it luck. You guys had skills to hold on for so long. Because you can see when I post, when I, when I post these videos and, and the, the screenshots of me, uh, you know, holding a, a Bitcoin that was worth $220 for, for six years, people are like, how could you do it? I mean, and, and you see that it is really difficult for some people. It's yeah. not luck. It's just, it's, it, it is something that's the way of the world. You have to, I know for some people, it's just amazing to think like people just can't hold on to something for four years. No, they can't. They can't. That's just, that's the way the world works, apparently. There's a um, mark in the chat. I said, never sell. Hopefully there is a way to uh, derive income from our BTC. Well, um, there already is. But here's the problem. Right now, there is no way on earth I am giving up my private keys to make 5% interest on my Bitcoin. Now, I believe that as the space evolves, you know, there will be innovation. There will be different ways in which you could, if you like, keep your Bitcoin and derive an income from doing something with it. But Adam, I know where you're at and I want you to tell our audience where you're at. But before you do, let me tell you where I'm at. Nobody or nothing is getting my private keys to my Bitcoin. It just simply ain't happening, people, because I don't care who the exchange is. The minute you relinquish your private keys, you lose control of your Bitcoin and you cannot ever say or never say never just because an exchange is respected. It's been around a long time. It's got a massive amount of liquidity. Don't think some super hacker can't come in and nick something or hack that exchange. So, Adam, let's talk briefly. DeFi and percentage returns on loaning your Bitcoin out. What is your view on all of that? Never say never again. That was a movie. Uh, a famous movie, oh, James crikey. Bond. Who, who was that? Yes, it was. It, it was. It was. It was the remake of. Uh, it was when. It was from 1983 when Roger uh, Moore went against uh, Sean Connery in a James Bond. James Bond competition. There were two. J anyway, it's a long story for you, James <laughs> Bond. I wanted to bring it up because there were British people watching this. Come on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So the DeFi and giving up your private key. First of all, oh, there are ways to derive interest on your Bitcoin without giving up your Bitcoin. You get your crypto dividend, the airdrops, the forks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. baby, yeah. you learn that skill. Now, that's a skill to have. I mean, you, you could create a whole business out of that. I mean, Jimmy Song was a, had a business uh, helping people claim their freaking uh, Bitcoin uh, diamond uh, crypto dividends and whatnot. And, of course, you were talking about the uh, Trezor beforehand. 
if you if you could teach someone how to set up a trezor that's a business right there so but anyway going back to the DeFi thing it is i lived through the ico craze okay yeah and too. you know it, i had no problem with people doing icos okay i said that most of them are fake and they're not gonna that nothing's gonna become of them a lot of them are scams but you know, you live and learn. If, if people don't want to listen, they want to experiment. Let them do that. So this DeFi thing is going to be the ICO thing on steroids. And but it would be great if we lived in the world instead of have, having to rely on these stock markets and IPOs and all this stuff. People could just do ICOs. That's how they would fund their businesses instead of going. So I, I, the whole concept of an ICO will be eventually integrated into mainstream financial society. It will be, we won't need all these stock market middlemen and, and all this stuff, but the, the DeFi thing is getting rid of a traditional finance uh, uh, methods, okay? And right now it's, it's, it's the wild west out there. And yes, you have to uh, give up your, you know, I, so I would never give up my private key of my Bitcoin, let somebody else, you know, 2% interest, 7% interest, whatever it is, the DeFi people, though, um, I mean, they're they're doing interesting experiments out there. I mean, you you end up valuing your wealth in their DeFi tokens, and you I mean, and that that I, I I don't I don't believe in doing that. I mean, you're you, you're getting interest in terms they're paying you in terms of some of these tokens. They're giving you they're just printing money out of thin air, and I have no problem with them printing money out of, out of thin air. It's all it's all one big gigantic experiment. I have no interest in doing it. Um, I know it's fancy. It's it's the player of the month. And I, I want everyone to be prepared. If you think they're talking about DeFi a lot now, it's going to get a lot bigger as this year progresses, okay? And if they pull off Ethereum 2.0, um, the DeFi talk will get bigger and the Ethereum talk will get bigger. The Ethereum flipping talk will come about again. And if you were in this in 2017, you already lived through it. You already have heard the ICO hype. You've already heard the Ethereum flipping hype before, and it, you won't be worried about it. But there are going to be plenty of people coming to me saying, Adam, should I get Ethereum? I hear it's going to be worth more than Bitcoin. And I say this in that voice because I've already people this already happened to me in 2017. Me too. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Okay, guys. Ethereum is very interesting. Ethereum is the next Ethereum. It's clearly the number two. I, I don't I don't go crazy calling it a scam and all that stuff. But dudes, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It's a completely different animal, and uh, you're welcome to experiment in Ethereum if you want to. I I, I don't do that. Uh, no. Over the long term, Bitcoin wins. Same as that. Same as that. I'm very happy. I'm very comfortable, and I think you've got to find your home. And some people do. I mean, the guy that introduced me, I don't know if Gary's in the chat, but Gary openly says to me, he said, you know, I play with alts. He said, I just have loads of them and I trade. And and, I, and he said to me, but it's pointless me talking to you about that because you're just a Bitcoin maxi and all you want to do is just hold Bitcoin. <clears throat> but I'm not stupid enough to exclude the fact that there there will be innovation out there, you know, and people are loving the Ethereum, the DeFi side of things. It's just on a personal level, it's not for me. I want the simplicity of stacking my Bitcoin, holding my keys and waiting. I just want that simplicity. Go on. And that's a really important point. It is the simplicity of it. The other stuff gets real complex. And, when you, and you're going to lose some people out there are going to have no idea what they're doing with MetaMask and all that stuff out there. And they're going to lose their 
value. They're going to turn their Bitcoin into Ethereum, and then they're going to lose their Ethereum, which is losing your Bitcoin totally. Uh, it's not it, it's not the most uh, easy interface right now, okay? Um, and I, I've seen the interface of some of this pseudo uh, DeFi stuff because of the crypto dividend process. We got uh, the ego coin uh, crypto dividend, uh, and the only way you could really mess around with that was, was with MetaMask and everything, and it's, it's based on Ethereum. So that's what I, I, I experimented on that with something that I got for free. Now, you yeah. never buy something that you got for free, okay? You, you never buy those uh, crypto dividend tokens that are on Ethereum that you get. You know, I mean, you could play around with them and learn how to turn them into Ethereum that you turn into Bitcoin. Uh, that's a good way of, of learning how to use uh, MetaMask and uh, what, what's, what's the... Uh, the decentralized exchange, uh, Uniswap, U yeah, Uniswap, yeah. whatever it's called. I mean, that, that that's how you got rid of your hex. Uh, no, I said it there. <laughs> your ego coin is uh, that was a way to get rid of it. A anyway, um, there's a lot of in it. And hey, I have complimented Uniswap a lot. I mean, that is it is a really to have a decentralized exchange like that is freaking cool. So yeah. that could help Bitcoin people one day. Uh, you know, if Bitcoin is on a truly decentralized exchange like that, right now on Uniswap, it's like uh, it's the uh, the fake Bitcoin. What's it called? The uh, Rat Bitcoin, right, yeah, which is an IOU for for Bitcoin. But anyway, they're they're getting they're doing interesting things over there, and uh, it, it is Uniswap is is a really cool thing, which and it's totally based around Ethereum. So Ethereum is a pretty cool thing if you look at it that way. I so keep on innovating people that's not my i'm not a i'm not a programmer and i don't know ethereum languages or whatever the heck you need to know to, to program on there i'm just a, an observer over there that's just hanging on to my bitcoin dudes no i'm i'm the same and, and i'll be honest i'll put it out there people i've got a twice weekly show but i just don't understand it all I, I don't, it hurts my head. I'm the wrong age to try and start learning all the DeFi stuff and messing around with it all. It just freaks me out on a personal level. All I want to do is just buy and hold my Bitcoin and just enjoy my life. And I, you know, even the sentence itself is very calming. Just buy your Bitcoin, store it on your trezor and enjoy life. Life is short. Life is very short. And, you know, you want to just smell the roses in my opinion. So for me, it works to just buy and hold and get my crypto dividends and turn them into more Bitcoin. And that's what I've done ever since I got into Bitcoin. I've claimed everything I possibly can now. Hands up. I can't do that on my own. I'm learning. But I do have the help of a great gentleman that's in the chat. Most people know who he is. He's helped me all the way. Um, so but I've got my free Bitcoin just for holding my Bitcoin on my Trezor and then claiming those dividends. And that really flipping adds up. It really does. So, right, we're on the hour mark. So that is time to pull it all together. Adam, um, we I'm hoping that we're going to find lots of noobs as this thing goes mental that are finding channels like ours. Give some advice to people that are new into the, the show if they're watching right now and people that might find this in the future around Bitcoin. Gives them some top advice. Learn about the having. Uh, learn, create a system for yourself. Uh, try to hold on for four years. Uh, don't, don't be scared when it drops. Be prepared. You know, people kept asking that question. Is it going to drop $10,000? 
Yes, it will. <laughs> There's some advice. It will drop $10,000. So be prepared for that. Uh, and, and just that's a normal thing. It is a roller coaster. Uh, but also learn, learn your Bitcoin history in terms of what the price has done and what people have said at certain price points, how, oh, this is the end. This is the highest it will ever become. Remember this saying, it always returns to its all-time high. Another day closer to an all-time high. Every single time. Things have looked bleak. I rem When it got to its all-time high of $1,200 in 2013, there were people for years, two years straight, that said it would never return to $1,200. That's a, quite a history lesson, isn't it, people? For all you people watching now, if you bought it at $1,200, you are just doing incredible right now, just incredible. So uh, all-time highs are, in, in a four-year process, they are forgotten soon enough. And it always returns to its all-time high. And just be patient. Don't be impulsive. Don't fall for uh, altcoin flavors of the month. Uh, absolutely sound advice. And it's really interesting because when I'm in your chat, I also see there's a young lad in there, one, two, three, no scope. He's always in your chat. And I, I, I don't know whether he was at university or he opted out or whatever, but he said he's opted into Bitcoin and he's heading rapidly towards being a millionaire in his 20s, which is absolutely incredible. And it's all down to what you've preached on your show. I've learned that. I've tried in my own way to try and deliver some of that to the people that come on my channel. And I mean, today there's some incredible content creators out there that will give you honest, sound advice that is not giving you advice so that they can milk something off the back of it. It's just honest advice. Go and find them out. You know, follow Adam uh, at Bit uh, Bitcoin Meister. Follow his other backup channel, Proud Zionist You. He's even commented in this chat as Proud Zionist You. Follow that. Follow my UK Bitcoiner in case my channel goes down. Um, so, Adam, just bear with me a minute because I love to finish off my shows with a quote. I love quotes. And this is one I found, people. And I think this is so relevant to what we've just been talking about. It's from the, the legend that was the late Jim Rowan. Um, your life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change. Here's the thing. You can bury your head in the sand, okay, and just think the government's going to take care of you. And the government is not going to take care of you. This is about taking personal responsibility for your family's financial future. And I would encourage you, don't let your life get better by chance, hoping the government are going to bail you out. Because whatever they give you in terms of a stimulus check, they want to own your ID and they can cancel you out in a flipping heartbeat. If you go that route, buy Bitcoin, buy whatever you can, whenever you can. No financial advice, just how I feel. And just take care of your family's financial future by being around this thing long enough to accumulate enough so that you end up joining us in that incredible new world that is really, really coming. Um, Adam, I've got all your show, all your um, links to find you that will be updated in the show notes shortly. I've put, obviously, TechBolt on Twitter there. I've got your sportsmeister.com. I've got your, um, oh, what's the other one? It's just gone blank. The one that links to your Disrupt, YouTube. Disruptmeister. Disrupt They're all, they'll all be added afterwards. People, if you are not following Adam, please 
four years, and I'm going to say this before we end, I followed his show for four years religiously, and Adam's taught me what I know. Now, what I've done over three and a bit years, I believe, is I've just ran my own show. And if you want to learn and you're brand new, just go back to my first show, which was awful, and just watch those eight minute videos, those 12 minute videos. And I talk about what is a wallet and a trezor and learn these things. And you could do in a couple of months of religious watching a show clicking the like button, watching a show one after the other, and you could learn about Bitcoin really, really quickly, whereas it took me ages because Adam was the only real commentator out there that I put any trust in that was talking from the heart and talking honestly. So follow his channel, people. Share this out on Twitter. Uh, at the end, my social media links will come up. Follow me on BitChute. My videos go up on BitChute. Adam's videos always go up on BitChute. They're minor on library.tv. Adam's, do yours go up on library as well? Yeah, yep. Bitcoin Meister over there. Yeah, Bitcoin Meister I've got a separate Facebook page that is nothing to do with the family one that I've come off of now uh, at UK Bitcoin Master. It's purely Bitcoin content over there. Adam's over there too. So follow us, people. If you're new to all of this, we will do our utmost to help you build your strong Bitcoin hand. So this is how I like to end my show. Strong Bitcoin hand, people. That is the name of the game. Buy, hold, on a trade and then flipping well enjoy your life people i'm sorry i've ignored the chat tonight um there's a lot going on here i can see people have been commenting i hope you've enjoyed the show um go and follow adam follow me i will be back on monday at my regular 6 p.m london time adam thanks a million for being in the chat with me i've had a blast i hope the audience have got something from it i'm going to end the show there peeps uh, i will catch you all on monday have a great morning afternoon evening wherever you are and i'll catch you all on monday cheers adam thanks in motion